won. The national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? Welcome in. It is Monday, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, and I'm joined in the studio by Big Lou Maddox and Coach Mike Lyles and fellas. There's not a lot going on in the sports world today, sure except is. for the fact we got the home run derby tonight and the All Star game tomorrow night. Something to watch. Can you bet on that, Drake? You can fire down. <laughs> absolutely, you can. I know the guy to ask. Does it happen? If it happens somewhere in the world, it can be bet on. You can make a wager. <laughs> um, and so uh, the home run derby is tonight. Um, and right now, uh, of course, the now the the All Star game, the All Star game is going to be at T Mobile Park in Seattle, and it, the festivities crank up tonight, eh, about seven o'clock. Um, and uh, this format of the Home Run Derby, it involves eight players, and they. They go up against each other, and you kind of do a round, kind of do a tournament thing. So, I, my, like coach, you and I would bat against yeah. each other, and then the winner moves up to into the next uh, next round. Um, and they're seated, and Luis Robert Jr. is the number one number one seed, and he's going to take on Adley Rushman. Uh, Pete Alonzo will take on Julio Rodriguez. Mookie Betts of John Overton High School in Nashville. We'll take on Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And Adolis Garcia will take on Randy Arozarena. Uh, Arozarena. And to everybody's chagrin, um, Otani is not going to be in. Shohei is, will, not, official. Will, not make the, uh, will not make the derby. Now, if you wanted to fire down a little money on it and had a favorite player, uh, the odds are as follows: Pete Alonso is the favorite at three to one. Vladimir Guerrero is around four to one. Julio Rodriguez is around five to one. Luis Robert Jr. is about five and a half to one. Adolis Garcia is seven to one. Uh, Arozarena is nine to one. Mookie Betts is ten to one to win the home run derby, and Adley Rushman is fourteen to one. So, uh, you know, I don't. I mean, I know a couple. Of, I know I know Mookie Betts, and I know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Pete Alonso. I've heard of the rest of these guys. I you know I, I guess I just don't keep up enough with Major League Baseball to. Yeah, well, you're the same boat. Your your big players have opted to. You know, used to be it was a kind of a showcase type thing for right, big hitters and stuff like that. And, Where's the Mike Trouts of the world and, and people? You well, know what I mean? And Lacuna and, and and guys like they're, that. They're even looking now. Uh, more and more so where the all-star break is literally a break for them. You know, I, I may get chosen. I may not, you know, 
pro football players do this have done this for a long time. You know, they get selected to the Pro Bowl and opt not to play. And then uh, you know, you got and they still go to Hawaii and yeah, it's take still, part in and, all the activities, activities and, and stuff, stuff like, like that. In a, in a hundred, hundred point football yeah, game, but uh, yeah. it's basically a flag two hand touch, a flag, it, yeah. a flag well, football. It last was. year it was flag football. They switched it. Yes, yes, yes they've they've Which really is, done away. They've really done away with the football. Really game. disappointed me, by the way, and, and that uh, just makes it to where and, I'm, and nobody I'm soon, wants to watch I, it. Soon to see, you know, you're probably soon to see the same thing happen with baseball. Uh, the the big kicker was when they had that tie uh, a few years ago that went probably 13 14 innings and none of the man either neither one of the managers was willing to throw another pitcher out there because he said I am not going to be responsible for blowing up somebody else's right and they just know, called the game didn't and, they? yeah they finally just called it a tie and and called the game since it was an exhibition game anyway and didn't have anything and then some people got all upset about it and that's when they started throwing the the uh, the, the incentive of the home team the the home field advantage for the world's for that year's world series is based upon the results of this game which you know which if you're involved with a you know a team that's up in rankings that probably means a lot more to you than it other does, people it does but at the same time uh you know, it's still to these to these players. The time off is more important than playing in the game. Yeah, they got the. See, here's the deal. They've already got the recognition. See, they've been chosen as an all star. As an all star, so they've yeah. got that. So it's the game. The I game mean, doesn't matter. After what's that. the point? And so, I mean, and so when you guys even have been chosen, I, now, and, I, and I chose not to play. I'm still an all star because now the I got win, The winner of the all star game do, do they st- do they still get the home field advantage in the yes. World Series? Is that what what goes? Yes. So I mean, that's and you that's, know, only, that's only been added in the last four or five years. And I mean, you know, wouldn't you yeah. guys want to break too if you were playing a hundred hundred and sixty two yeah. game sure. schedule? Yeah. Absolutely. Would. Uh, I don't know how they do it. I, I'm sixty two. I'm, I'm seeing. I'm beginning to see. You know. In all your major sports, because it's become such a patty cake game, because nobody wants to get hurt, and your big your big names use it as a time to rest. I can just see where now it's become what you know, kind of what high school is now for the for their all state teams and stuff like that. It's you're li- you're on the list. You know, we're not going to play a game. It's all that matters. Yeah, you're on the list, and, and you did what you needed to do in the regular season. To- and to make that list, yeah. and so I, I can I can almost see them eventually. Maybe not. It's going to be five, ten years away yet. But I eventually see these All Star games fading off and uh, not being played. Just doing without. Yeah, just yeah. Have the list, and that may be something. That if they're not going to play the game, even push the list to the end of the year instead of yeah halfway through the year. Then no break though. Right, which mm-hmm. is where you. Yeah, there's get the, the so there's the, there's the rub. So little league All Stars like saying Columbia, Tennessee. Where we live this weekend, by the way. Uh, well, that's a little different the, deal the, because the, those teams play. Because those the, those 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 kids that are that are voted on to the All Star team will represent Columbia, yes. Tennessee. That's and a different, in, that's in a a different little, animal. That's in, a little, different in the little league format that gets you to right. Pennsylvania, uh, with, yeah, right? I mean, that's pretty much your right? that's pretty much your championships yeah. of you know little league baseball. But, okay. so, but yeah. you know, in you know, so like the colleges, you know, you're an All American in college. You're basically a list, right? In the newspaper. You're not. There, there's no. You're, they're you're not, not going to go play. You're not going to go play. Yeah. You know, in no, a tournament somewhere. Right. You're not going to go play. Uh, you know, you know, in high school. You know, at the end of the football season, they have the all conference or they have the all state list. Those teams don't necessarily go play anywhere. 
Right. Now, the ones that the up and coming seniors that are looking for college scholarship help us getting college scholarship. Yes, they do have the Army Navy or yeah the the Army game. Uh, yeah, and the U.S. And Army All American All American game stuff like that. But those are specifically geared to give recruits a chance. And, and honestly, your your players that are heavily recruited don't play in those games. It's the guys that are on the fringe. It's the guys that are wanting that a little extra look that may be a better player that they're than they're getting. Those are the ones that play in those games. Same thing, you know, North the the, the North South Shrine game in college it used to be called the Blue Gray game. Uh, yeah, the East excuse me East West Shrine game then it used to be called the Blue Gray game. Uh, those are those are recruiting opportunities or draft opportunities for marginal players. You'll notice your big names don't play in those games. Yep. Well, um, tonight, like I said, will be the home run derby, and it'll, I'm sure it'll be, you know. If oh, they'll rel- make a rel- show. Rel- relatively interesting to they'll watch. Make a, they'll make a show out of it, you know. It's, it's fun to watch. It's, you, know. you know, it's the most exciting right, thing to happen in baseball, and it happens over and over and over again. And so, um, even if you don't recognize the names of the guys getting up there, I'm going to cheer for Mookie Betts because he's from yeah, Nashville, sure. Tennessee, and yeah. the guy's a, a local guy, so go Mook, baby. I mean, I want, you know. About 45 minutes up the road. There you go. Um, so, uh, but tomorrow night, and then tomorrow night will be uh, the all-star game, and I guess the old the old legends game or whatever they call will be sometime. It might be, you know, I think they might hold that before the home run derby or before the I all-star game. I think it's – Which one is it? I can't remember where they held know. it. I know – well, anyway, they have old, they have a the old man legends game, and they get some guys – a few years removed, some guys more and removed it, from the game than a, others. So. A, I, I'm, I may be wrong about it. Isn't that a slow-pitch softball game? I think it's something to that effect. I, I, you know, I, I think it's because – I don't think those, it's, it's not – It's not, not throwing, a baseball game. You know, they're not throwing 95-mile-an-hour <laughs> yeah. sliders. No, I would say a guy in his 50s is definitely not throwing a 95-mile-an-hour slider. I think, you know I what think I mean? it's a pitch. It's a slow-pitch softball game that they play. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe with a baseball, though. Maybe they're slow-pitching uh, baseballs. That, that'll get somebody killed. Yeah. <laughs> Wimbledon is going on right now. We talked a little a little bit about this before we came on the air, guys, and uh, there was over a three-hour-long match between uh, Victoria Azarenka from Belarus and uh, Alina Svitolina. She's from Ukraine, and um, the Ukrainian young lady ended up winning a, in – Three sets tie in a three set tiebreaker, uh, terrific match um, on Sunday, but they did not do the traditional shaking of the hands after the match was over, um, and uh, they were on court one there, which is the main court in Wimbledon at Wimbledon, and um, the Belarusian young lady uh, Victoria Zarenka was pretty much booed off the court. Um, now, the thing about it is, is that the Ukrainian young lady, um, Alina Zvitalina, has not shaken anybody, any Belarusian or Russian players' hands throughout, throughout this. And throughout the tournament. Yeah. This is, we're in the fourth round now. Yeah, throughout now, the tournament. Um, and, and maybe – 
maybe even matches before Wimbledon tournaments before awesome. Wimbledon, she has made it a point. And and I and you know I don't blame her. You know I mean you know if yep. if you're if you're if you can if you play tennis or play a sport under the Russian flag, and I'm from Ukraine and you're bombing my country, I'm not I'm not going to shake your hand. I mean that that doesn't that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, the the ideal the ideal is that sports rises above the political conflict true and and that you you there is a camaraderie in sports even though you're playing against each other there is a brotherhood or a sisterhood in sports that rises supposedly rises above that <clears throat> and i agree the reality is unfortunately that's a pretty big it, conflict to yeah it, rise and, and, over yeah and it and it's and it's been you know throughout sports history it's still been there you know what was the big deal about the united states team beating the russian team in in the 76 olympics if it if there wasn't a the cold war on ice, if right? there wasn't you know if there wasn't a cold war going on that wouldn't have been such a big deal right and except and, well and except for the fact except for the fact that that all the not a single professional player was, was on that was, team. was on the USA team, right. and every Again, every all star professional Russian was on the other team. Right. Now that, 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 that's and, that, that's a pretty big deal, Mike. I mean, yes, you, get, you can't you can't overlook still, that fact. I mean, but, but amateurs and, against professionals. That comes back to the Cold War separation, you know, of, of how they run their <clears> program, <throat> how they run their athletic programs, their their Olympic programs, and stuff like that. But and, and it was, you know, that's one reason why it was such a big deal is that we kind of stuck to our guns of at the time, at that time, the Olympics were supposed to be a amateur sports event, and okay. we did not pay our players. They were college players coming out, you know, and, and we hadn't made it to the pros yet and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Russia's stance was that well, these are soldiers playing hockey. And so we're paying them to be soldiers. But we're not, we're not sending them to yeah, war. You know, we're it, not sending them to war. They, right. better, they better keep their butt on the ice <laughs> say, and get better at playing training, hockey. Their, their, military training, their, their, their military training was on ice. And, and, then they do. But, the okay, so the political world did bleed over into that. Uh, you, you've got several instances in history. You've got Jesse Owens overcoming – in 1936, in 1936, with Hitler in the Olympics, already already promoting his white Aryan supremacy, you know, supreme supremacy race, and then here comes this black guy from the United States that just blowing him out of the water. I don't know how many gold uh, medals did he win that day? Yeah, six or yeah, something like that. You got that? the 72 Munich Olympics or, or during those yeah. during those Olympics, he won like six or something. Yeah, you got the 72 Munich Olympics where the Israeli team uh, weightlifting team is kidnapped and murdered by a Palestinian terrorist group. Uh, so, unfortunately, the ideal is that sports rises above the politics of the time, social politics. The reality is, unfortunately, it doesn't. And uh, Well, there you go. Un, you know, and, and you've got and this you know, young lady who's, you know, she's, she's made a statement, you know, I'm not shaking hands with anybody that's the enemy of my country. Right. And, and people say, "Well, Belarus, well, yeah. the Russians, the Russian stage, yeah, where where Belarus is geographically yeah. at uh, on the Ukraine border, um, the Russian 
military operations are staged from through, Belarus, through, through Belarus, and Belarus yeah. allows that to go on. So she yeah. she looks at it she, as though if you're allowing Russia to move yeah. tanks and artillery and everything to bomb, you're part of the to, problem. To yeah. bomb Ukraine, yeah, you're part of the problem. You're, you're, not not part of the solution. Yeah, the the ideal and what we would socially like to uh, uh, socially like to say is that well, sports rises above that. You know, the, 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 this is a tennis tournament. This has nothing to do. Okay. So, uh, so, but you know, the reality, reality is a little different. You got, we all Britain, realize you got that. the Griner girl coming back through, yeah. back through customs, leaving, leaving Russia. Right? She was, she was on her way, or was she way in, out, whatever? Possibly the worst trade in American yeah. history, right there. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, it might, it might have been, but I mean, you got to, you got to do what you can to get, get our, get our Americans out of there. You know, yeah. and of course she she was wrong. She shouldn't have been I traveling. She shouldn't have been traveling with pot on her. I get it. One of the of first rules now, we're, we're of course told. you know in the United in the United States, you know you you try, probably travel from one state that marijuana is recreational into another state that's recreational, no problem. You go from a state that's recreational into a non-state that's not recreational you got a problem russia russia's got a problem now and i I understand a a vape pen is you know and you're in russia and listen uh vladimir putin and and his guys are looking for any reason at all to throw an american's butt in jail and hold them for as long as they can hold them yeah one of the first things you're told in international travel is to understand that where you're going their rules apply absolutely you need to know that and your and your protections as a quote-unquote american citizen do not exist i get it over there and so So you got to know that going in and and my point and 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 we're not we're not going to get down to vladimir putin's and russia's level we're not going to get down that far but you can't tell me with as many russians that we have playing in the National Hockey League, or as many Russians that play tennis, uh, basketball, whatever professional basketball, that they have not run into some uh, – they have not made some missteps along the way. Oh. And and the oh. United States government – the United States government did not throw them in jail for years on end. Yeah, and our position for, for, is that we're going to stay having, above For that. having yeah. a joint on them going into, uh, you know, through TSA. Yeah. So that's kind of my point. I, I, I'm not. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I, I don't like to get political on this show, but you know, it just kind of seems like it just kind of seems like the Russians and that play here in the United States and make a whole lot of money professionally, and then we have somebody that goes over into Russia to play sports like Griner, and then we have somebody like Vladimir Putin who's going to make make her an example. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So anyway, all right, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Big Lou Maddox in the studio and Coach Mike on the board. Uh, give us three or four minutes. We'll be back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike on the board. It is... 
Monday, July 10th. And uh, like we said in the first segment, tonight is the Home Run Derby. I mean, you know, get your popcorn and sit down and watch them stroke it out of the park. I think they're – uh, the way this works is you're on some type of time limit. You have you, you pitch, you have a, you have a friend or a coach, somebody that your own typically each, your own batting coach. Yeah, each each batter each batter has pitching. one picks their own pitcher to pitch to them, and they've got a, a a timer, say three minutes, four minutes, whatever it is, to hit as many as they can out of the out. Um, uh, I don't know. Well, I'm not sure. I think in the old day they used to do it kind of like. Innings. Uh, they used to kind of do it like you hit so many ground balls and you're out. Well, you know, now, the now old days, in the old days, you know, Mickey Mantle and Lou Gehrig and those guys, that did, they, they do it on TV. And it was during the season. Every so often. Usually it was an off-season, taped in the off-season and stuff like that. But they used to do it. If it wasn't hit out of the park, it was an out. Okay, and you got three outs. Yeah, and, and you so you, you hit it. And as long as you were hitting it out of the park, you get to keep batting. Okay, you got three outs. You went down. The next guy you got up. You make contact and they three played times. Nine and don't innings. knock it out of the park. You're out. You're out. Th- you know, you're out your inning. And, well, they play, think, and they would play nine innings. I think it's and, all time now. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. all on a time basis. Uh, so uh, many minutes per batter. And I want to say, I want to say three or four, maybe five. I think I want to say three or four minutes a batter. I think is, but I, but I, I, yeah, I could be wrong. And when you're swinging a bat, when you're swinging that piece of lumber that many times, you know, that's a long. Time and that's what one of the things that the the other the the big players are going. Man, I'm not going to tear my back up swinging. You know, because you know you're swinging the bat for three minutes. You're probably going to get thirty swings, thirty forty swings in that three minutes. And you do that. You know, how many players were there? Sixteen players. You get tired. There's sixteen <laughs> players. Yeah. You do that thirty swings per round. For four rounds, you're, that's 120 swings. You're worn one, out. You are tired, and if you've got any kind of issue with your back at all, you probably tweaked it. There you go. Okay, uh, Northwestern has found itself in uh, a pretty bad predicament. Um, and the they, most news they've gotten in a, in a few years, though. Yes, and it's not good. Now, they they were 1-11 under, under coach and former – Northwestern player Pat Fitzgerald uh, last year. They were 1-11. And um, they have suspended under these hazing allegations by a player. They, uh, Michael Northwestern President Michael Schill um, has suspended immediately as of right now or a couple of days ago Pat Fitzgerald for two weeks. And, uh, you know, and people – two weeks – what you know? It's summertime. You suspend Pat Fitzgerald for two weeks. He's, he's going on vacation. He's going to well, Bermuda for two weeks. You basically, know what, I mean? what they did was fine him two weeks' pay. Right, and, and that's with no pay. That's I should it. add that that's with no. That's pay. That's basically what they did was fine him two weeks. Pay. Um, and now, um, you know, the report has come out that the freshman players on the Northwestern team are kind of picked out by the coaching staff by certain hand signals, um, doing, I don't know, pointing out players, freshman players during practice that make mistakes during practice, and they they refer to it as getting run or getting ran or running a player. And what they do, and I'm going to try to do this, is – PG as possible is 
they take these players and they basically hold them down in a in a locker room with the kind of lights turned off type situation and uh they and put it's on they classmen. It's upper class. Upper classmen put on these selected pur- upper class. Put on yeah. these purge, which I guess the movie Purge, right, Lou? Yeah. That, that yeah. Purge like mask, and then they um, they go in there and then they do some. They simulate sexual acts on these players, on these players, on these freshman players. They're supposed to get run now. That they call it uh, running or ran. Trying to run them off is basically what they're saying. And, uh, you know, Pat Fitzgerald, the coach, the head coach, said, I, I don't know what – I don't know I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Uh, okay, that statement in and of itself is damning. I'm sorry. There's something that – that Egregious, going, egregious on. going on and you don't know about it. And you're the head football and coach. And you're the head man. That that in itself is a problem. Well, this is what Pat Fitzgerald said after his suspension. He <clears throat> he said, "Quote: I was very disappointed when I heard about the allegations of hazing on our football team. Um, although I was not aware of the alleged incidents, I have spoken to university officials, and they informed me of a two-week suspension effective immediately." And then he went on to say, "Blah blah blah, Northwestern." Football prides itself on producing athletes, fine young men, character befitting the program, our university. Well, you know what? I mean, they went 1-11 last year. Pat Fitzgerald needs to quit hazing their fans. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm just saying, come on, Pat. You Athletics know, took a hit, and also that uh, character thing you know, took a hit at, at the least same year. Take a, take a little bit of responsibility for it. You know, well, now, he, I'm knew. Sure, he knew sure, about this. I'm sure There's every no member. He didn't know I'm sure about e- it. every member on that Northwestern team who read that statement that I just read by Pat Fitzgerald well, claiming he didn't know jack anything it's about, the, uh, about it's it. the old political statement. I will take full responsibility for the idiots under me that did the things that that did the wrong things. <laughs> right, and, you, and, know, you know, I didn't do. I didn't I do it, but I knew about. Know, you know, I you know, again, the the very statement that he makes to me. You know, if I'm one of the Northwestern, you know, president or officials going, hold it, this is going on, and everybody else in the world knows about it, and you don't. There you go. You know, so, so where, where, where's your control of your program? You know, and you know, he his better statement would have been, I've been informed, I know about this, and I am working to handle it. Well, Saturday you know? night, <laughs> Saturday night, current players of the Northwestern team claim the players, the com. The complainants or the complaining, the whistleblower player, uh, allegations were exaggerated and twist, quote, exaggerated and twisted. The re- this is what the letter said from current Northwestern players. And these are the guys that went 1-11 last year. Uh, the recent allegations brought forth are exaggerated and twisted. It is disheartening to see that the allegations brought forth against our team have been exaggerated and twisted into lies. These fabrications have been made with the intention of harming our program and tarnish the reputation of our dedicated players and coaching staff. We firmly deny the validity of these accusations and stand united in our assertion that they do not reflect the true character of our team. 
Um, Those are probably the guys that were committing these acts, yeah. by the way. Probably yeah. so. That yeah. don't want that don't want to get yeah. kicked off the team. Don't want to be caught doing. Yeah. <laughs> or doing you know, well, you know, what, what, what? you know, they these guys got to understand the, the atmosphere around sports nowadays is not like it was when you Drake when you and I were in high school where initiations were a team-building situation. Sure, some type of physical they're training. They're not anymore. Some type of and uniform physical accepted, training. And they're not accepted that way anymore. I, and, you know, it's, you know, I get it. You bring up initiation, hazing, or anything, it all comes under the same umbrella. The atmosphere around it now is toxic. The, do not, do not do it if you're the coach. Do not allow it. If if you hear about it, you need to act upon it because your job, your career is, hanging in the balance the daily northwestern which i guess is the campus newspaper or they're uh near the campus the daily northwestern article also mentioned other allegations of hazing rituals including a practice where freshmen had to duplicate a snap from the center to the quarterback while both players were naked all right this is getting a little fruity for me i I mean i'm just you know, it is also cited a second player who noted the existence of the ritual. I mean, you, that, that that stuff like that is that's not character building. No, that's uh, not no, that's not, not unifying a team. That is degrading. That's, that's, that's degrading. degrading. That that is, that is putting an individual. That's yeah. putting an individual in a situation to where you're almost you hold something over their head throughout the time they're at Northwestern by doing. Uh, and the something. only and the only reward or the only chance they get is that when they're upperclassmen, they'll get to do it to somebody else. Now, pres- you know, that and that's that's not a that's not a valid situation. Uh, that's not team building. There you go. You know, that's that's not problem solving. That's not team. You know, there's a lot of the things you can do to to that are very constructive team building exercises that can be done that are not necessarily football exercises, sure. but but they're team building yeah. and stuff. You don't have to. You don't have to resort to the hazing. Now, later on Saturday, Northwestern President Michael Schill released a letter addressing the situation. Schill maintained there was no direct evidence that that Pat Fitzgerald was aware of of the hazing, but admitted that Schill made a mistake with the light punishment on Pat Fitzgerald. He said Fitzgerald should have known about the hazing as he is responsible for all facets of the program. And again, that's there, what you that, said. That Mike. comes right back to my earlier statement is the fact that he didn't know is as damning to him as the fact he might have known and didn't do anything about it. He issued a report and he said, I believe I may have erred in weighing the appropriate sanction for Coach Fitzgerald. Well, you know what? You're 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 the university president. You know, lace punish him some more. What yeah, you that's, what say. Say. What, that's what, what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. This is going to end more, up as being, more stuff comes well, out. Yeah, aren't you and, allowed? And he, nothing was out to begin with when the two week suspension was given. When we talked about this on Friday, um, we didn't know what it was about. We didn't know what had gone on. We didn't know what the hazing meant. I mean, and um, I'm sure they tried now, to keep it under wraps. You know, say it's an internal issue. We're going to handle it, and then it came out. But I mean, now we we know what happened exactly. It was really what it sounds like, even though they're trying to deny it, and the you know the people that probably were involved in it are trying to okay. deny now it. the North he's going to get more. The Northwestern president uh, goes on to say in in his letter, the confidential report concluded that while there was corroborating evidence that hazing had occurred. There was no evidence that Coach Fitzgerald was aware aware of the hazing. 
Um, in determining an appropriate penalty for the head coach, I focused too much. The president of Northwestern says he focused too much on what the report concluded. He didn't. He didn't know what concluded. Um, let me oh, let me back up. He focused too much on what the report concluded he didn't know and not enough on what he should have known. So it's not about so and, so and and that that's what he based his his penalty or punishment for Pat Fisher, which is suspending him immediately two weeks in the middle of the summer, which is without pay, which is basically nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, even you know that I'm just I just have a hard time with the coach not knowing and okay, you don't think that's important. You don't think that you're supposed to know what's happening and stuff like that. Just ask. Uh, well, Kurt, you can't ask him now, but Joe Paterno. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was held, you know, ultimately responsible for what one of his assistant coaches did. That's right. And it, it's your, it, it's it, your it, program. It's your program. Uh, you know, of course, it came out later that he kind of knew what was going on and just chose not to say anything about it, which makes him culpable in those situations. But, I am sorry. I'm I'm a former coach. I'm a former school coach at the high school level and the middle school level, and anything that happens under my team's name is my responsibility. Okay. There and, you go. And if I don't know about it, I should know about it. Now, since Fitzgerald's suspension began last Friday, it doesn't impact his presence during any on-field preparations for the 2023 season. Uh, basically, so it's a fine for two weeks' pay. That's right. And Northwestern went one and eleven. In 2022, in the worst season of Fitzgerald's tenure with the team, he's Fitzgerald has been the head coach since 2006, and has a has a record since 2006 of 110 wins and 101 losses. And you know what? I mean, come on, you. Well, if he has a winning record, and he, of course he's in the Big Ten, if he has a winning record and stuff like that, unfortunately, this may get swept under the rug if he wins. He's not winning. Everything gets blown up. Sure. Hadn't been and, winning and lately. He, and that's kind of sad. Uh, that's kind of sad because, you know, what we're hearing, what we're reading, uh, this guy, you know, in fact, I read an article where one of the, the players making the accusation says, I'm not going to quit talking until I see him rot in jail. He says, I'm going to keep talking until that happens. So evidently, something, you know, is, you know, <laughs> there's the old thing. Something's rotten in Denmark right now. So, well, uh, you know, like I his, said, and his losing record isn't helping him. Either. You know, maybe Pat Fitzgerald and, and Northwestern football program needs to quit hazing their, their fans well, and, and, and make a change. And if this is I, the, if I this culture this rap, has been going on, Northwestern's rapidly right? probably going to separate themselves from Fitzgerald here shortly. And if this has been going on since 2006, since, or, or, or since then for years and years under, under Pat's Fit, Fitzgerald's guidance, then guess what? You might need to cut ties with Pat Fitzgerald, yeah, because it ain't working. I see that on one eleven ain't working, baby. I see that on the horizon. Even yeah, Van, he, our, he our boys up in Nashville, the Vandy he have boys, the credibility to survive this. The the Commodores did did better than that. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know, and, and they play in a much tougher conference, the SEC. All right, we're up against our second break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Big Lou and Coach Mike, and we'll be back in about four or five minutes with the third and final segment. Hang tight.
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. 
Call Prochowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and thank you for joining us on this warm July 10th, Monday. Uh, Home Run Derby is tonight. Uh, The Major League Baseball draft was last night. And uh, if any of you all – And right now. Right now as well. Yeah, it's going on right now. Um, The very first pick was the – National champion, LSU Tigers star pitcher Paul Skeens. Is that the is that the way well, you pronounce he's actually it? Actually, a multi so. multiplayer. He's not only a right-handed pitcher, pitcher and he, he's a right-handed pitcher and I think an outfielder. I think he plays in some different positions yeah. too. But I think he got drafted as a pitcher. Uh, yeah, right-handed. he said he said in an interview that he's a pitcher first. Yep. Well, in, but he may be the next. In his he could be an Otani type player. In his only year. With LSU, after transferring from Air Force, um, the former two-way player, he was a catcher, wow. says here. Yeah. Uh, put That's up an video combination. Put, it, put up video game numbers in helping the Tigers win the College World Series. Now, finishing with a 1.69 ERA, 15.3 Ks, and just 1.5 uh, base on balls. His 80-grade fastball and set 98 mile per hour and regularly hit triple digits. His slider is unhittable, and his power changeup has a chance to be outstanding as well. So Skeens went number one. His teammate Dylan Cruz, and by the way, uh, he was drafted. Let's see, who got the number one pick? Was it the Pittsburgh Pirates? Pirates yeah. Okay. Uh, the Nationals, Washington Nationals, uh, took his teammate Dylan Cruz, an outfielder. Uh, at the second pick, Max Clark from Franklin High School in Indiana uh, was picked up as at number three by the Detroit Tigers. Um, Wyatt Langford, outfielder from University of Florida. So, like I said, three of the first four picks were in the College World Series. And for the first time in the draft history, uh, the 
the first two picks were from the same team. That's never happened. Really? In, in the major league draft. We should have bet on LSU to win the whole dang. We should <laughs> we should if I'd known that I'd have bought a fire die, you know. That's I just slept a winner right yeah. there. So um tell you else, something that's kind of amazing. Um what about Ellie Ellie Dela Cruz this weekend? Did you hear Stole third and home at the same time. They were tied up, tied up. Oh, just at the same time. Tied up, tied well, up. not at the same time, but in the same in ten seconds. Okay, with tied within two pitches or so. Yeah. Yes. Well, one pitch. Oh, okay. One pitch. They it were was tied going, up. It with, went back to the. It went down uh, to the catcher. They faked the throw to third, and that didn't didn't even throw it down there because he was there so quick. Threw it back to the pitcher, and before he got back up to the mound, turned his back and he went home. So, okay, I remember seeing the film on that. Uh, yeah, Ellie De La Cruz, a Dominican Republic, six foot five player for the Cincinnati Reds, who just got got called up around the first week of June, and I think their record since since they called him up is like I don't know sixteen and four or something like that. It's pretty incredible, um, and they are leading. If I'm not mistaken, they're leading the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League Central by two games. But uh, on Saturday, if I believe it was Saturday, they were tied up five-five in the, in the seventh inning with with the Brewers at the Brewers. And remember now, the Cincinnati Reds are just a couple of games ahead of the Brewers, so this is the top of the National League Central division, and it's five to five in uh, in the seventh inning, and uh, De La Cruz gets a Single gets on first, he steals second, he steals third, and then he stole home to take yeah. a to take a six five lead within, and all that happened within two pitches. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, how how would you like to be? Yeah, it, I mean, that's I, just, I, I remember seeing that. Now that uh, when 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 Lou was talking about, it, I remember seeing the video on that, and a lot of it was he took it. You know, of course, with his speed, he can do this. He took advantage of the pitcher not paying attention. Sure. You know, to, to I mean, what just he was doing. Basic, number one, he got a walking lead off of what we call a walking lead off of second base. Pitcher never looked back at him. He never – and so he was halfway to second by the time the pitcher even – or halfway to third by the time the pitcher even let go of the ball. Catcher doesn't have a prayer. Now the, the pitcher's kind of got his head down. The catcher throws the ball back to him. They don't even try to throw him out at third base. Catcher throws the ball back to the pitcher, and he's got his head down, you know, probably – Kind of berating himself, but he's got his head down and he takes off for home. Well, and and, <laughs> and he beats the throw. And this there. is the major league. And and you're, yeah, and you're can and, you imagine what making, that locker room, what the what the coat, what the manager and does with that cat pitcher and catcher in the locker? I mean, you're room making them. The Daylight Cruz is making them look bad. Oh yeah, in Horrible. front of their own in front of their own fans in Milwaukee. Now, Ellie Daylight Cruz became the first Reds player since 1919. A hundred and four years ago to steal second, third, and home in the same inning, uh, is which is what he did. And, and, and that was to take a six to five lead. I wonder and the Reds went on to win seven to five. I wonder in MLB history how long that's been since that's happened. Well and, and probably a while Lou that you mentioned, not only did he steal three bases, he stole three bases on two pitches. Two pitches. <laughs> He stole yeah. he stole yeah. second on a one two pitch on a one two pitch, then he swiped third without a throw, and then and uh, he stole home without the, even a pitch. And the, the article <laughs> the ESPN article goes on and says the rattled reliever caught the ball from his catcher in front of the mound, 
turned his back as he walked slowly towards the rubber, pausing only to put his uh, pausing only to put his helmet back on. De La Cruz walked down the third base line, broke into a sprint, and easily beat yeah. uh, Peguero. Pe- Peguero's rush throw to the plate. So I mean, you know, I'm telling you, and you know what, I, I've got, I've got De La Cruz to win. He has money on him. Yeah. He's Why at, wouldn't you? He's at two hundred yeah. to one. He's at two hundred one odds right now to win the the National League MVP. Two hundred to one. Two hundred to one. And he's betting and, and and the lead the 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 favorite is Acuna for the Braves. And he's batting like three thirty. De La Cruz is batting like three twenty seven right now. So I'm just telling yeah, you, he's got a shot. Be yeah. careful, this just, guy. Can just steal late. the hearts of the voters. Late. The underdog can steal the hearts of the voters if he keeps playing this way the rest of the summer and on into September. He can steal steal the bases, that steal fi- the hearts as well as the bases. That, that fifty, <laughs> you know, that fifty dollar bet turns out to be ten thousand. Yeah, fifty dollars. Yeah, I just wanted to throw this out there uh, when we were talking about the MLB draft. Round five. This is some local news that people okay. are going to appreciate. Uh, round five, pick one forty three. Former Columbia Central High School baseball player Jaden Ham got selected uh, well, to the right. Detroit Tigers. That is awesome. Starting pitcher, All Conference USA, first he, team guy for Middle Tennessee State. Okay, I was going to say he years and um, had a great career there, and now he'll be pitching for the Detroit Tigers. Pretty cool for him. That is terrific. I mean, we we always want our local guys to just you know do great and uh, do great things and and we look forward to it so um all right tonight in the major league uh baseball in the home run derby i've got a pick for you if you want to make a little money vladimir guerrero to beat garcia so that's guerrero bet on guerrero in the first round luis robert jr uh over Vladimir Guerrero in the second round, just for the fun of it. If you want, some, if you want to make a little wager and hang out, anything better to do and have a few bucks, put it on there and see what happens. I don't know, but Vladimir Guerrero in the first round, and then Vladimir to get beat in the second round. So you so, can bet on each section, right? You can bet on you can bet on each one as as you go along. Hey, you, pretty cool. You, you could probably bet on how many times they blink in between pitches. All right, you get you you have, <laughs> all the all these all these sporting all, all these uh, sports books have live action, so you can do it as the home run derby is happening. So, all right, that's all we got for you on this Monday. We will be back Thursday, right, Mike? Thursday? Yes, sir. Uh, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Big Lou and Coach Mike. You all have a great rest of the week, and tune back in at about four o'clock on Thursday.